and, and we're, we're off. Live. Nice. <laughs> Where are we? We are the Kindness Economy Podcast. That's us. We're talking about doing business from the heart. And mm-hmm. who are we? I am one of your hosts. <laughs> my name is Rebecca. I am bonus parent Baba all over the internet. Yeah. And, and this I'm is my co-host. Courtney King. My business is C King, the letter C and the last name King Solutions. And you can find me, just search on C King Solutions. That's me. And this week we are talking. We are we are gonna we're gonna get a little self conscious. That's the uh, oh. oh yeah, it's gonna be good. We're going to sit with discomfort, mm. and we have a variety of ways to do that. Oh, <laughs> thank you for joining us. I wanted to we just start with the meditation, yeah. which is a lot of sitting with discomfort. Oh, but I am super getting into uh, meditation timer. The uh, what's the one we use? What the insight, insight timer. timer? Yeah. I have actually found a couple lists on mm-hmm. the internet of just like the stuff that the people who work there like. Oh. And I don't know why they don't have that available within the app itself. I was going to say, is it in the app itself? No. Why not? That would make a lot of sense, but I will give you the links in the show notes. Hey, Insight Timer people, add that. I want you to have that, but it's pretty great. Yeah. And it gives you, I like, obviously not everything is for everybody, but it gives you a list of the most popular ones. Mm-hmm like the most popular teachers and um, some of the more popular meditations individually. I love that. Just to, you know, not everybody's going to like the same thing, obviously, but yeah. like, what are the top 10? That's kind of neat to know. Yeah. And I've a couple of them are really interesting. A couple of them are like, uh, I know why that's popular, but I'm not feeling it. Okay. Which is fair. Yeah. You are not obliged to feel everything. Mm-hmm. So that, that is my, my meditation is a day fifth, day 63 in a row. Okay. Uh, I just hit 101 days in a row that's of so meditation. Awesome. And nice that's, work. Yeah. And again, it's not necessarily doing a lot of sitting, uh, silent meditation. It's all pretty much been guided. I think I've done like two silent, tried my hand at two of them. Um, and it's great i i've been listening to a lot of jack kornfeld right lately you mentioned that i put yeah. that in the show notes for sure okay yeah. yeah no like he's got good stuff i tried one of his actually um, over the last week mm-hmm. yeah and, and i started following him it's it's pretty cool and the the one that i listened to this week was about what was it uh intent and coming from a place of joy which i thought was pretty relevant thinking mm-hmm. about like me and um, everyday encounters with joy I've been having over the past month. It's been sort of tapping into a lot of uh, basically childhood sort of gleeful joy, like fuck the world, this is what I like, let's do this. I would say that is definitely a awesome characteristic of our social circles is the comfort with childlike joy within us as adults like to whatever age you are capable of continuing to do this physically like Mm. and even you know my grandfather was a great example of this like on his deathbed in the hospital he was like super stoked to try to show me how his exercise bands worked oh like as soon as he could get consciousness all right delivery so exercise bands He's got them. He's doing his little ex. Like he was stoked. He's just so playful as a human being. Like it was really easy for me to believe in Santa Claus because <laughs> he was just kind of awesome and playful always. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, my uh, biological father did that too. My stepfather did not. But I had a lot of great examples of really playful grownups. Yeah, connecting with that sort of happiness like deep down makes life better big belly rub yeah belly like you can't see me i'm rubbing my belly right now because like it's belly rubs belly laughs all that good stuff deep bubbly joy that comes up from down here that's like oh yeah and that like connecting with that in listening to the jack kornfeld thing was like oh yeah so good i remember this all right this is good i do not need to feel self-conscious about being this blissful <laughs> that is not a it's not a bad thing no. to experience the state and it's not 
I don't need to feel guilt about it. And I don't need to feel that this is not allowed. It is allowed. You are allowed. If you need permission to have a belly laugh, I highly encourage you to have one. Like hit pause, go find some comedy and like let loose, roll around on the ground. It feels great. If you can also borrow a friend's dog while you do that, if you do not currently have a pooch of your own, a great addition to that, uh, that exercise of rolling around and laughing at something ridiculous, doing it with a dog <laughs> is a just the next step. You should borrow somebody's dog. Oh, yeah. That is the good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What else you got? In I, I have a... My, my gym might be going to another thing. And I... Another thing? I might be going to a different gym. I'm going to start looking around. Mm-hmm. I picked my gym because it was really close to my house and it was really convenient. Mm. And then I got there... And it turns out it's like one of the best CrossFit gyms in San Francisco. And I'm like, cool. That's sure. that's cool. Very convenient. And over time, like tons of these places have started opening up. Like not necessarily CrossFit, but like high intensity interval training and group classes and that basically the, that business model. And now my gym is raising their rates, which they should. Mm-hmm. They are totally in demand and they should raise their rates and now i'm like you know what i don't know that i need the space like when i started was it two years ago maybe three i don't remember like two years ago i wanted to make sure that i had really great coaches Mm -hmm. because i didn't want to hurt myself yeah i hadn't been doing anything like this in a really long time i had just finished fertility treatment i was over 200 pounds and not uh, confident moving my body Mm. the way that I wanted to, to be able to build back my strength. Okay. And I just wanted a second pair of eyes. (laughs) Like, but no, (laughs) no, no. Just spot me. Just spot me. I don't know. Watch your knees. Watch your knees. I'm just. Tilt your hips. Coming out of some depression. If we could just, I just, I need a little babysitter for this. Witness me. Um, and it was exactly what I needed it to be. And eventually I transitioned from one-on-one coaching to the group classes and I love the group classes and I love the folks there, but there is a definite, there's a lot of uh, lack of diversity Mm. at the space. There are, uh, almost no black folks. I've only seen three different black folks there ever. Mm. Very few queer folks. And the queer folks that are there are mostly gay men from the Castro because that's the neighborhood I live in. So, you know, generally speaking, the gay men tend to have more means on account of that, you know. That whole gender disparity. Yeah, Yeah. that, that, that double positive on the gender disparity for salaries and whatnot. Yeah, dude disparity. They're doing great. (laughs) And then also the like, you have to plan intensely to have children. Um, it took until the 80s for uh, advertisers and corporate folks to realize, oh, wait, homos have money. No way. <laughs> uh, yeah, in fact, we do. <laughs> funny. <laughs> funny story. When you don't have kids on accident, you can financially stabilize yourself before you have to maybe import them from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. It's fine. That's accurate <laughs> so uh anyway the the lack of diversity has kind of been a thing for me um and that's only going to get worse mm. if this is a policy okay yeah like, like going into a particular income bracket yeah you're like you're, you know and i don't know that that's the right fit for me anymore okay and i'm like okay so now i have to and it's hard. I don't want to do it. I like where I'm going. It's convenient. I'm very mm-hmm. comfortable there. I have a very good spot on the shelf for my things. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> like, I don't want to give that up. Like, a, I, they have shelves where you, like, have shoe boxes to mm. keep your stuff. And, yeah, like, your cubbies. I have a very good cubby spot. I don't want to have to... Surrender s- the cubby spot. Start a new... 
Um, there's, you know, there's more meaningful stuff too. It's just like a comfort thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, also, real. they have always been a premium place. Like they have the fanciest bars you can buy. They have the fanciest plates you can buy. Like it's definitely a, you are feeling it. Okay. To be here. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I don't know that I'm feeling it anymore. It's a relationship. Mm-hmm. And like all relationships, they change over time. Mm-hmm. They evolve, you evolve. I don't like changing them, though. No, I don't no, like it's, change. It's so hard. It's I just, discomfort. I have it's to think about things that I have already thought about. I don't yes. want to think about them again. No. I am done. Uh, no, no. It's never what? a one and done. Mm. Okay. It's... <laughs> objectively i understand that that's true but like my feelings my tender squishy feelings i have them and i'm really mm. in touch with them right now uh, yeah it, it, it's it's a very squishy time mm-hmm. it's a very squishy it's time. it's a super squishy time <laughs> but having having comfort with discomfort it, it's a thing like uh oh you're looking at my notes i am yeah uh yeah it's your turn <laughs> my turn i i okay I, oh, where do I start? I, I'm getting stronger. Good. And that is something that I feel a lot of pleasure around. When I go to pick up something that I couldn't pick up before, and it's like, yes, I can move this. I can exert pressure on it and force and make it do this thing that I was incapable of before. And um, with that, I th- earlier this week, I did... I hit a PR in the, what is it, Turkish get-up, um, which is a thing where you hoist a weight over your head and when you're laying flat on your back on the floor and then get all the way up. And I use the yellow kettlebell. I think that's, what, 35 pounds? We have two of them holding the table right now. It's 25, I believe. 25? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but we, you're going down there to read <laughs> Okay, keep, I keep talking. talking. I'm keep gonna talking. Look. You're going to go look. look. Um, but I, I had not been able to get that over my head, let alone get all the way up off the floor with it. The thing is, when I was getting ready to do it Monday, there was a new individual in the gym. And uh, he was not, I had never seen, like we had never interacted before. And he had an opinion as to, whether or not this was something I should be picking up, which I um, I gave him sort of that benevolent Mona Lisa, like, mm, mm-hmm. Thanks for noticing. Mm. Watch this. And let him attempt to do it. He went to pick up the yellow kettlebell, and the trainer was like, oh, no, 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 wait, 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 don't do that, don't do that. You, you might, that, that's a bit much for you. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's kind of heavy. <laughs> and he works with a lower weight and my turn comes around and I walk straight to the yellow kettlebell and stand over it and put myself down on the floor with it hoist it over my head and then get all the way up and there's some profanity up in there and a little bit of grunting and screaming but I get it all the way up and then I finally open my eyes because I do all this with my eyes closed I kind of squint to look at the kettlebell itself, but everything else is kind of shut out around me. And like I get the kettlebell down and look around and the guy's just staring at me and I wink at him. "Mm." Yes, that's the right answer. Yeah, fuck you very much. (laughs) No, the thing with the, uh, the things with like Turkish get up and other kind of motions is when you get the weight over your head, it's it's a mind game. Mm -hmm. And this is, I did get down there and look, it is a 35 pound kettlebell. Nice job. That's right, you were correct. (laughs) Um, yeah, the the it's, overhead stuff, it's really tricky. Yeah, once you get it up, you are, it is you and that kettlebell and nothing else in the world. It's like, it's, ooh, it's a very small world, but it's very large inside of it. Like, it's bigger on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that was Monday, and I was like, yeah, that is a thing. And then yesterday, I went back to the gym yesterday, and dude wasn't there. And I was okay with that. But we were doing uh, trap bar deadlifts and we were increasing weight just to see what we could get up to. And I was, I slapped on some, started with 35 plates and slapped on some 15s. 
and was like, oh, that was okay. And then slapped on some tins and was like, oh, that's okay. And then I was going to add another set of plates and I picked up a set of fives and was like, mm, no, I want to see if this is possible. So I grabbed another set of 10 and slapped those on and squared up and told the trainer, I have, I don't know what the weight is on here because that's math and I'm not in math brain right now. It's hard now. to math brain when you're lifting things. Yeah. So I just like, let me know if anything gets ready to go sideways. And she's like, right. So I get down and squats and start, you know, with the tension and the locking and the lifting and the pushing. And I feel it like I'm fighting and I feel it come up off the ground, but it's still heavy. And I just start like everything. I just dump everything I have into the floor. I didn't know I could roar that loud. Like I, I roared and got it all the way up. And again, like my eyes were closed. I was in the zone <laughs> and I opened my eyes and everybody in the gym is staring at me. And I dropped the bar because they're like, you know, get it to the top and drop it. Cause it's going to be heavy. Um, it's trap bar. So it's straight down. Um, but I opened my eyes and I drop it and everybody cheers. They're so happy for me. It was mm -hmm. so good. I, and um, no, that just felt really good again. And then afterwards, I was able to do math. What was brain. the math? What was your weight? 195. Nice. I had stalled out at 185 probably like three weeks ago. So being able like just to do it, I went, stepped up to do another round and like my body was like, no, 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 girl. That was, that was it. That was it. You're done now. <laughs> I actually had a friend do a 305. <gasps> oh, uh, yeah. Oh. And I'm like, I am not I, as, I, I am not quite that cool yet. Who wants to touch their legs? I do. I mean, she's more hardcore than me. Oh. She's got, yeah, more tattoos, more hair color, yeah. more all the things than yeah. me. Oh. And I was just like, I salute you, my friend. <laughs> I you kneel, are incredible. I kneel in acknowledgement. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, I think my PR is probably around 180, which is a legit. Uh, yeah, like that's getting that done, like cranking that out took work. And I was glad I was able to do it. Wow, that was that was some effort. Um, I was going to talk for a little bit about intuition since we're in the whole. Totally. Self-care thing. I mean, um. I've been doing the journaling and the pulling of the tarot card. I've, I think I've mentioned that a couple of times yes. before. And um, I use the Menzel's tarot deck. And I shuffle like three times before drawing a card. And it had been, I would pull uh, six of wands. And then like the next day I pull something else. And then the day after that, I pull six of wands again. And then I'll the next day something else and I kept getting the six of wands and I'm like what what okay what so I look start looking up stuff around it and it's um being you know something is coming there's uh putting yourself out on a larger stage and um not working in secrets anymore Mm. learning how to toot your own horn, mm. acknowledge these things. And there was a lot of, uh, like, beware of arrogance. I'm like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll try to beware of arrogance, but, like, the whole... Yeah, don't be a jerk, but also be, like, be awesome. Be yeah. Feel free to be awesome. Put it out there. Put it on the glass. Just see how that all works out. And I was thinking the day after pulling Six of Wands again, I was like, oh, that's, that's some... Oh. That's okay. And I pull the high priestess and I'm like, whoa, all right. And I look that up. And <laughs> it's basically, bitch, don't ignore your intuition. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So I'm just going to acknowledge that. Wanted to say that part. I out receive loud. your message. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for giving me this beautiful message. I got it. Universe is like, kicking me in the shins a little bit. I got it. I got it. But I, yeah. And I guess that ties in with a couple of other things that uh, I had to say on the business side. 
we'll get to that. We will get get around to that part. Uh, Yeah, my intuition has actually been a thing I've been trying to cultivate more of Mm. because it's like all of my job with the children Mm -hmm. when like anything. Yeah. And it's like yesterday we it's raining and the best thing to do indoors when it's raining is the Cal Academy of Sciences Ah, because it's big and it's inexpensive for the cost of getting in like we got like five kids and three adults in yesterday. Holy cow. That's a lot of like, kids. Yeah. Membership. The, like, the thingy thing? Yeah. The membership level that I have gets a bunch of people in. Yes, it's totally worth that, especially for those days. Uh, the kids were playing rough. Uh, the kid's cousin bumps into him. Mm-hmm. And he bumps his knee. Okay. He bumps his knee kind of hard. And I'm like, ooh, that didn't look good. And I don't usually pick them up when they fall down, but I picked him up. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to take care of this. <clears throat> and like moments later, he's running to the car with his friend. He's all over the place. He's like, fine. Right. We travel separately. And the cousin gets back with aunt and they're staying here with us. And he's just not really used to sharing his space very much. He's kind of used to being the biggest. Uh, he's kind of used to being in charge. There's an established hierarchy of the existing children that he spends a lot of time with. And he's on top. And he's on top of it. Um, most of the time. But he's already pecked out the parts where he's not, you know? Mm-hmm. And as soon as cousin walks in, I'm like, he's like, oh, my knee. I can't walk. Really? You, were, you got up the stairs fine. You ran to the car. You sure yeah. you're fine? Yeah. Because I think you're fine. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to listen to you whining and you're not going to hang on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he carried on for a little longer than I was expecting. But I still wasn't going to like. I'm Once I've made that decision, I'm like, sorry, kid. You had your chance. I picked you up. That was when you could have whined at me and I would have been like, yes, of course. I will continue to hold you for a really long time. In fact, I'd have been willing to hold him. Yeah. But he was fine. And uh, he was not very pleased with that. And the, when I did the handoff, the, co- the co-parent was like, I could already see the co-parent was going to be doing the thing. And I was like, well, that's your, uh, that's not my game. I don't, I don't have to deal with that. That's have fine. fun with that. And, you know, like all due respect, like they, the real thing, honestly, I feel like maybe my intuition's wrong. It's possible. I don't actually know anything. I'm intuiting a thing. Mm. And what I love about the the co-parenting is actually we have both of our bases covered. Either he was being whiny and milking it, in which case the important thing is that the other kid feels safe. Right. And maybe I'm wrong. And he is, in fact, injured. And someone else needed that ice pack. Care of it. And someone took care of it. Yeah. Great. Win-win as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It's almost like a triage situation Mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, the somebody gets tagged green and but they actually have a deeper injury and they start to exhibit other symptoms somebody's going to come through somebody's a little bit managing later it. i don't know maybe you know <laughs> i could have been wrong and it would have i would have felt like a terrible human being if they had not gotten the care that they actually needed but somebody's but somebody coming did it. back through. somebody's coming through that has a different story that can manage the situation just as effectively yes it's yeah yeah so that was kind of, I'm glad you brought up intuition. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the community time segment that we did last, last week. week. Yeah. Um, that is a thing. It's been very important to me to want to contribute uh, our airtime to community stuff. Yeah. And that, like, that's our community. Those are our peeps. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if you asked me a question about the people that were talked about, I would be able to say yes. These are people I wholeheartedly support. So um, we're going to be doing more of that. <clears throat> if you have a project that you would like featured, if you do uh, social justice education, if you do art of any type, uh, please let us know at uh, kindnessecon at gmail.com and be sure to include community arts in that. And I yeah. can you know, check it out and see what we can do. So I just wanted to spend a little bit of time on that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it, I, I also, I wanted to do it. And 
I, I have like my mom's voice in my head as my art critic. It's super unhelpful. I hated it. I hated it. Oh. I feel like I talk too fast. I'm uncomfortable about what I'm saying. I don't feel like it's my place all the, in, in a lot of ways. Maybe I've watched too many commercials and I'm using too much of my announcer voice or it, it just like, it but just like badgers me. And I'm like, an no, it doesn't. announcer voice. And like the kids are in the, you can absolutely hear the children in the background. Which I think is awesome. And, and, and like all of that is in my head of just like, it's okay, just do it. Just get it out. You're going to, it's, it's not the end of the world, Rebecca. Just hit send. Just hit send. <laughs> do it. You know, and and I'm really glad I got through it. Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that I did it. I am really looking forward to doing a better job next time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't have regrets. I know it was imperfect, and we don't always have the time. You know, it's it is already Black History Month. I was trying to do the representative thing. Mm. I didn't have time to figure it out Come ahead of time perfect. no do you want that's it? what i had do you want it perfect or do you want it done and that was done and i feel so good about getting it done and it can be better next time if it was atrocious yeah and i'm i played it for you and thank thankfully it wasn't totally atrocious no no yeah, you saw my critic, reaction yeah your critic is way nicer to me than mine so <laughs> i that felt much better thank you <laughs> oh yay see i'm nice <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm going to slowly retrain this inner critic. It's not helpful. It's no, helpful it's, understanding that it's my mom's voice. And it just wants to protect you. It's being overprotective. Totally. It's totally being overprotective. And it's real. Yes. And it is totally you, doing its best for me. And when you think about it that way. It's not working. It's as it's like an overprotective parent. Like, oh my God. Like, ah. Like the picking up of the kid and like holding mm -hmm. too much. Like, and no. it is. It is the like she was protecting me from what she felt was like it didn't make sense that artists made money like, and there was no financial security in that kind of life and that was part of the thing like artists man how and do they work just, yeah, you know <laughs> <laughs> but in fairness her ex-husband mm. my biological father mm -hmm. is an artist with a degree in commercial art so and there was some other stuff cranking so under the surface. Some, you know, she had some stuff. And I inherited a weird version of that stuff mm -hmm. that makes me just rip everything to shreds. Like, okay, great. <laughs> so Thanks. Uh, so hopefully that's going to be retrained with some meditation, some loving kindness to some, anything. Yeah, some creative <laughs> reframing. Some creative reframing. And just... It's, it is an overprotective parent. Totally. It is looking out for your best interests. And it's just clamping down a little bit hard. You gotta, And it will make me stop. Yeah. It will make me not do the thing. No. And I can't let it. Be the rebellious kid. Mm. Be the rebellious kid. I never Get did squirmy. grow out of that. No, no, no. I Get squirmy. <laughs> Fight out of their arms. Mm -hmm. Wait nope. until they're not looking. Mm. Distract them with something. And then oh, go do the thing. Totally. Like, I'm so good at that see yeah is that our segment that's i mean that seems pretty good that seems pretty tight that's all right like, we hit everything all right great we'll Beautiful. be back and we're back it's with the business segment for business yes and i actually have really great news yeah i have us um our rss has been accepted oh that's right that's basically right. everywhere useful except for itunes and we're just Damn waiting until itunes chooses to do it we already know that the content is acceptable to itunes it's just going to be like whenever they get to it and in fairness there is something like six hundred thousand podcasts i so and like all of them getting submitted to itunes like kind of all like not all of them obviously but like there's new ones constantly being submitted to itunes all the time so i'm not mad at them for being number one and having the most demand okay but Oh. It's frustrating and it's going to take whatever time it ta takes. And, you know, if I had wanted it done sooner, I should have submitted sooner. Take a number. I, wait. Yeah. It's like the DMV. Yeah. There's not a lot you can do. I uh, followed best practices from my host, which is uh, Transistor FM. Hey, Transistor. And Transistor recommends that you wait until you have three episodes we have before that. that we have before that. you submit. 
And what that does is it gets you a better chance of being mentioned in the new and notable. Because there's more because to there's sample content from, you check from. out. So um, that's what I have done. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to take, they said, between three and five days. And I did it two days ago. All right. So right. today, tomorrow, whatever. There's no reason for them to not do it. If they don't do it, I fix whatever they tell me to fix and we do it again. It's not a big deal. The thing that I did want to talk about is that um, there was a problem that I had. And it was actually a problem that I was having before where um, I would sign in. So what I recommend people do, if you're going to do a podcast, you kind of have to set up a few back-end pieces just for the podcast. And when you're doing iTunes, that means setting up an iTunes account mm, okay. for the email address that is associated with your project. Just so that it's all sort of neat and tidy. If you need to sell it later, that's going to make it's it a lot easier. It's all self-contained. What iTunes, I really wish they would tell you, and I found it in a Reddit forum, because that's where you get information apparently, um, is you have to actually, you know, you have your iTunes account. You have to go to iTunes and sign out of your account and then sign into this new account that you've created for your company or podcast and then check all the boxes for the legalese. What? Because okay. what, what, the, what the symptom is, what I was experiencing, you go, you, you follow the instructions on the thing, you get your three episodes, it says here's where you go to the iTunes Connect to get your, uh, your podcast started up or whatever. And I'm like, okay, great. So I go through the thing, I sign in, I go to the podcast thing, and it takes me to the sign-in page again. And I do it again, and it, I, I, I could do it ad nauseum, it doesn't do anything. It's Groundhog Day. It's Groundhog Day. And I played that game quite a lot. And, and, and it was really irritating. And I spent a lot of time in forums with other people who have this question, have the same symptoms that I have, and Apple seems to act like it's fixed. It says solved. I'm like, okay, great. I'm glad you think so, but I don't know what I'm doing. And again, in Reddit, they're like, nope, you have to sign in to your iTunes, sign out your old thing, sign in the new one, da, 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 boom, works. Great. Now I can submit. That's like a lot of the delay was that I was just doing this, this Groundhog Day loop. Oh no. It was taking, like, it, I, you look frustrated. You don't see the look on Rebecca's face right I now, usually, but it is great I, frustration. The disappointment with iTunes about this, like any of their stuff, uh, uh, any of their help materials assume that you're very, very technical. And like my spouse is the like, you know, hardcore tech worker person. She does like actual software stuff. <clears throat> she can look at it and understand what it says. <laughs> I cannot. That is way not, not my specialty. I am definitely a hardware person. Um, it shouldn't be that hard. All of your all of your hardware is designed to be very easy to use, and all I can like, like my business brain is like, well, that forces you to the genius bar. Either you're a genius that can read the thing, or you go to the genius bar and pay our labor hours, mm -hmm. which is a solid business model, honestly. Mm -hmm. And you just set the bar real high of like, if you want this information, you have to be this high to ride this ride. <laughs> What's it worth to you? And if not, we're going to make you get your hand held at the store. And just, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure the Mac users are used to this at this point. But as a former PC user, I'm like, excuse me? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I can certainly do this. And I'm like, I've been working on my own cars. I've been working on my own computer. You're going to, what? No. I'm not going to go to your genius bar. I'm going to figure this out. Thank you. And Reddit helped me out. I'm going to link to that for folks and Thanks, also right? i want both of us to get on linkedin uh, i know i know <laughs> you can't uh, i know i know but uh, when i need to write an article about what i found and uh, how to do it how to share it the platform that Damn, that goes LinkedIn. on okay. is linkedin all of our back of the house just i love the, you growling into the microphone just the girl. <laughs> 
all of our stuff like we are very self-referential we break that fourth wall all the time we are talking about what we're doing and to help other people doing it they're going to be looking for that on linkedin that's very true that's the game damn it that's the social media marketing game we have to tailor our content to the platform that we're using go to where the people are right go to where the people are there's a lot there's a lot of content that is best shared over linkedin and you know realizing this situation there's an opportunity for me to write an article for linkedin that's true and like other people are having this problem i can just generate traffic or you know if somebody gets to it before me because it's unlikely i'm going to get to it right away get it yeah get on that Make, like make all get us. your clicks. Yeah. Get it. Get the clicks. You get can the get information. It, you can get it before there. Friday, for sure you're gonna beat me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean I am like thinking about LinkedIn. I used it righteously when I had a the office job. Cause that and then That's like, really obvious, yes. When I st- <laughs> and when I started working for myself, I backed away from it because I'm like, how the heck do I frame all this for this audience and just sort of let it wither it's just stalled out but it's, my last office it's job. expanded beyond that office worker thing okay i mm, i need to go back and look at it, it again it's become like, like your cv but for everybody that didn't go to school mm, I, mm, all right so i can populate it with projects and mm-hmm. mm. oh, I, I, will. I think it's especially great for freelancers yeah that's me because it's going to, and, and that's also what I'm doing now. So yeah. now I have enough projects to populate it with something. To start to put I in. have several ideas for articles that I could put in there. That thing that we had you do last year, yeah. those like five those questions set. to ask about your stuff before yeah. you die, that's the platform that that should be on. Ooh. Okay. <sighs> All right, LinkedIn. Man, I feel like it's going back to an X or not an X, but just like a. Mm. It is and it's not like. The relationships that we end up with in capitalism are interesting. Uh, and I think like my my longest relationship that I find very fascinating to realize that I've had these relationships. Um, it started with Craig in and then Craig and got bought by O'Reilly's and then now it's some other thing maybe Mm -hmm. but they've had my phone number and every part that i've bought for every car that i've owned since 2002. like that's interesting yeah um the other one is uh guitar center (laughs) and i didn't realize that they had a thing on me until i went back to buy the mixer that we're using to do the show right now Mm. I've been going to them since like 2000 because I was a DJ. And so I got a That's lot of where my you got gear all your loot. was through them. And with their, with their financing, mm-hmm. um, I was able to get like every Christmas they would do their, like the same way that like mattress places do the like X months with no, no, fees, no, whatever, no payments. Like guitar center does the same game. Right. And I would play it every year. Never paid interest probably maybe would have been better off saving dollars before shopping, but I wasn't that savvy at the time. Shiny. It was was so shiny. Oh, God, those speakers were amazing. Oh, they were so good. Anyway, um, it's, you know, these are some of the longest relationships that I've had. Longer than any, you know, life partner. Yeah. Longer than, like, it's... All right, all right. I I will. I keep getting told I need to go back and revisit my LinkedIn, and I'm aware that I need to go back and revisit my LinkedIn. And maybe this is like intuition. It's cyclical. It's intuition. Mm-hmm. It's saying, "Hey, it's the universe going. Go look at this. Mm-hmm. No, really. Go look at this. No, really. Go look at this." And I know it's weird, and it's gonna have to. We're gonna have again that relearning. Mm-hmm. The relearning. Uh, all right. It's important, though. So look forward to next week, me bitching about LinkedIn. Yeah, I also imagine that's going to be a future. We're going to be <laughs> a segment figuring where that it's part like, out. oh, my God, what is this? <laughs> oh. So <laughs> tell me about being seen. 
Oh, this is where we get uncomfortable again. So there was the pulling of the tarot card that was um, mm. learning how to toot your own horn and getting comfortable with acknowledging your strengths and acknowledging the things that you've done or have had some sort of success with. And uh, one of the hurdles, I'll call it a hurdle, that I've been dealing with um, with the podcast has been actually listening to myself, getting over hearing myself coming at me through the speakers because the initial reaction was to rip myself to shreds mercilessly. Um, and I kind of gotten over that. It's like, all right, I can do this. I can do this. And was listening, to, listening pretty regularly and sat down getting ready to listen um, last week to last week's episode. And right before I did, I was on social media and I had just posted the link for the episode and saw a post that said, just because you can make a podcast doesn't mean you should. And it like I got you right in the feels. Oh, God. I closed everything down and was like, nope, can't do it. And f like for the entire week since then have been like going up, like trying to listen and chickening out. Like I can't, I can't do this. And Don't I know let the haters win. I, I know that I can't not do it, but I've been sitting with the feelings around it because that, that's like, that's some real shit. Mm-hmm. And I wound up, I actually wound up. I want you to save that. Can we save that? Yeah. Can we save that? For okay. Me? Yeah. 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 But like, but the feelings around it and being seen are, ah, that is something to it wrestle is awkward. with. It is difficult. So there's a couple things in there. One is we only see people that we imagine are very important people mm. over media mm. because there's a power to media. It's very powerful to watch people with charisma over a screen that comes straight through yeah. over a microphone that comes straight through. It's really <sighs> difficult for you to imagine yourself as that charismatic leader person. Yeah. You don't want it that there's a that like, like false uh -huh. humility thing that particularly or, uh, a folks assigned female at birth are just like, no, I can't be that loud. Or having this picture in your head of like, this is what power looks like. This is what charisma looks like. This is what having a voice looks like and understanding that that image doesn't have any room for anybody, me. Like it doesn't have room for. I mean, I would also say that like, there's nothing superhuman about pop stars. And we've created this myth in our society that there is something superhuman about them. There's not. Everybody has their own quirky, funny, whatever. Anybody totally everybody totally deserves to be heard. Mm, and yeah. there's this cultural backlash against social media where like everybody gets to broadcast all their shit. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. And, and there's people that are like, you know, I don't feel comfortable doing this myself. And so what I'm going to do with my energy is I'm going to bitch about people who are. I'm like, nope, that doesn't help anything. That doesn't help at all. Um, and there's also like, you could, I was in that class. I stopped going. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> the DIY podcasting class. Yes. I stopped going because it was just like, I felt like I was in the way. And it became really obvious right away to me that, that this is the part, the DIY podcasting class at the, you know, community center mm -hmm. is that level of podcast that like I've heard a lot of the gurus talk about or like the, you know, social media marketing leaders or whatever, like most podcasts never get made. Never. You sit mm -hmm. there with your friends, drinking, chilling, talking about it, but they never happen. So the idea that just because you can doesn't mean you should. Like, yeah, everybody can. And the fact is, a lot of people aren't. 
like we happen to hang out with a lot of people that are very creative and very outgoing and totally like, yeah, I'm going to plug in this thing to my phone and why not? Why not? I got something to say. Throw something at the wall. See if it sticks. Yeah. Um, And, and I think it's kind of funny, but like, I feel like most people are going to experience the backlash. Mm. I feel like we have a very unique opportunity with our social circles to have people that are like, yeah, that's awesome. I'm super stoked to hear about that versus very few people are going to be on the team of just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, that was, I, I mean, I'm, I'm aware, like my logic, it's like, okay, yes, I'm aware of that. But like little squishy insides are going, oh no, this is, this is uncomfortable. This is fucking vulnerable. This is, it is vulnerable. And yeah, like everything that I felt like I was wrestling with to actually sit down and listen last season, like came rushing back. Um, so no, I didn't listen to last week's episode. <laughs> I was but saying it is that up front. But I'm, this work. but I'm, I'm acknowledging that now because I've kind of learned or I'm figuring out that saying it, like saying I am feeling vulnerable because I've had this this string plucked inside me. Um, that is something that happens, like reaching the state where you can say yes and I can charge ahead with full confidence and do the thing is not a static state. Mm-mm. And you kind of go into and out of having that confidence or having that you know faith in yourself. And um, I mean, also the just sitting with the discomfort of wanting to tear myself apart for just that little promo bit mm-hmm. and like no this is actually important this is absolutely what you want to do do just do it are you going to wait till next year to do it, do it. no yeah, just no. just do just make it happen just do it and it and it it's uncomfortable it's so and the, the the thing is is it's it's vulnerable when it's done best you can just sit there shooting the shit with your friend with beers and like whatever and everybody's witty everybody's and everybody's, everybody's charming laughing and at everyone each other laughs at each other's jokes great and nobody blah, 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 gets offended blah, blah. and oh that's some bullshit things fall the flat. more vulnerable the deeper we go the more we're willing to expose the the better it's going to be yeah i mean like things the fall more us flat, it is you can't copy that things go sideways things don't come out the way we intended but i think that the stuff that goes the ways that we don't intend that's the direction where you're going to find the awesome stuff that you weren't thinking about in the first place because you're like of course life is going to unfold this way and then like something happens way over there and you're like oh what the fuck oh this is awesome yeah it's sort of like what we're doing this is with us season two like the like we don't know what we're doing we're just going to barrel through and by the time we were through a couple dozen episodes we were like oh okay this is the thing we can do this and this we can change this and this and this and this because this is not working. Mm. But but you don't really know what's not working until you're doing it. Yeah, like it, you have to have the thing to fix in order to get closer to a, a better iteration. Mm-hmm. Like you can't fix an idea. You got to fix a thing. Like <laughs> You have to make a thing and then work on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like custom, the custom work of just like tweaking just even just the tweaking the knobs over time yeah, like, for the gain input to these. Learning how soft I actually speak. Learning how to <laughs> use the mics effectively. Like all of these yeah. little things over time. You can't see it. I'm like things. right up on the microphone. These and Rebecca, so on the great. other hand, is like sitting back all comfortable. <laughs> I'm getting used to it. It's but fine. I'm, Dixie would be proud. I mm-hmm. would be like, I, my mouth is right here. <laughs> Good job. Good job. So I but, think yeah. we're ready to... To get to your, to, I, we we both have like, a kind of ranty rantifesto oh. time. It is it is feeling rantifestoy time. Do you have your? <laughs> I'm laughing because the rantifesto is becoming a thing. It's I like, like it because it's stuff that we're like passionate about. Ang- yeah, passionate about is a better better term for it because it's not quite angry, Mm-mm. but it's it's stuff that we actually. Uh, you know what? It's stuff that we give a fuck about. Yes. It's like uh, aerial classes with the how to be a woman and not give a fuck. Yes. Like there, it's not that you're not giving a fuck. It's that you're selective. Very selective. Selective with your fuck giving. 
And these are the things that we give a fuck about. So I have a little bit. Can you do the buttons? The button thing? Yeah. All right. Hang on. Um, the thing that has come up for me a little bit is I, when I started talking about the podcast at the gym this week, I realized, oh, my God, this is so much better than what we were doing before because I can talk about it. And I'm so stoked to talk about it. I'm like pumped to talk about this show right now. I was not as pumped to talk about Housewife Biz Life because I didn't like the name oh, from the beginning. Okay. And it seemed very exclusive and like most people are not housewives. So yeah. like how is this for anyone that is, you know? It's it, very gendered. It starts, so many expectations. It starts with the need of an explanation and now I'm just like, oh no, this is the, oh, this is a good fit. I'm so pumped to talk about this like all the time. It fits. So... It's a rantifesto time. Yeah. Do you want to start or would you? you know, I could be a gentleman. Uh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> My rantifesto is actually pretty gentle. Um, like thinking about it in terms of with the self-consciousness and going on it, I have been actively feeling the urge to shut up and hide. Um, if you follow me on my personal Twitter, you might have seen this already this morning. <laughs> Um, like shutting up and hiding is not conducive to co-hosting a podcast. You know, there's a lot of who cares what you have to say. And just cause you can, doesn't mean you should bubbling around in my head lately. And that's kind of hard to fight against. Um, but there's this voice in my gut that keeps whispering, go, keep going. I like that voice. Yeah, no, but it's interesting because like head is shouting full tilt and gut is whispering. And it takes a lot of getting still. Hello, meditation. It takes a lot of getting still to hear that whisper. Um, so like the things that we talk about with trying to figure out how to do business and survive in this world while not wanting to strip mine. The earth and enslave whole nations. Humanity is... It's a thing, and it's a thing that I'm starting to notice more of. Like, there's more of us, and I'm seeing the same kind of questions pop up from, like, different places and a little different angles and from different communities. And uh, it, it makes me think that there's, there's something here, even if we can't quite articulate it yet. You know, like, there is a different way. Like, everybody keep saying, oh, you know, well, cap why are you going to like come up with that's not capitalism? Of course, you know, we got to stick with this because this is what we've got. It's the best thing there is. Um, but no, no, mm -mm. It, it's really not. There is a different way. There's piles of different ways. There's galaxies of different ways. But we have to speak them into being. We have to drag them out of our heads and out of our hearts. We have to put them on the table and examine them together swap ideas see what's bullshit see what we like from each other and start to share ideas and then like there's that voice again that's like oh that's never gonna fly that voice is bullshit <laughs> and then uh when i first when i first moved to san francisco i uh i participated in building a sculpture for that thing in the desert and um, there was there was a point where we reached a decision, like we had to make a decision on a couple of design elements. And they were going to be really annoying and really difficult to pull off. And we're sitting on the curb having lunch discussing it. And there's a lot of, oh, this is going to be just absolutely awful. And I remember stopping and asking, like, yo, just because just it's hard? Is that a good reason to not do it? And everybody kind of paused for a second and looked at each other like, okay, yeah, yeah. And started nodding and smiling. And we went back in and we did the hard thing. Like we put in those design elements and the eventual project, like it was beautiful. Like the thing that was difficult actually turned out to be beautiful. But if we had taken the easy path, we never would have experienced that. And it feels almost like as like on a societal level we're at the lunch break like sitting on the curb having the discussion about like okay we've we've got to make a decision there's some there's some important things coming up 
and we have to figure out which way we're going to go and how we're going to approach this. So, like, it's going to be hard either way. Like, you look at things like the rate at which we're depleting resources, the way we're filling up landfills, the way, like, we're trashing everything. <laughs> That's the short version. Right. Like, you look at climate change and a lot of other things, and, like, it's going to get hard, full stop. Like, the days of this being easy and cruising through are done. If it's going to be hard anyway, why not sit down and figure out something else? It, that's going to be hard too. But like, we're not going to get out of this by trying to go the easy way. I mean, <clears throat> we might as well face some hard shit in service of bringing something new and wonderful, possibly previously unimagined into the world. And it's going to take love and grace trust fuck it <laughs> creativity a healthy dose of fuck it and it's going to take you yes you that one yeah you so start imagining all of you we need it start imagining bigger you think you're imagining big go bigger you got a good reason not to mm -hmm. i love that you wrote that this morning and like what I wanted for my Rantafesto time today was about imagining your utopia and about how important it is to take the time to just think about what you would want in a perfect world. And I've been talking a lot about um, Thomas Friedman's new book, Thank You For Being Late. And it is basically his version of utopia and like, I respect him for putting all that together. I don't think it's great, his version <laughs> of utopia. I think he's got some good stuff, and I think he's got some stuff where he's a little short-sighted because of some, some, you know. Some stuff. Because of his situation. We're all short-sighted because of our situations. There's nothing that's gonna protect anyone from that. Whatever your utopia is that you put forward, it will be imperfect. Mm. Absolutely, of and course. you're gonna have to sit with that discomfort because it's personal. It's very vulnerable to want to put into this idea the perfect world and you're going to share it with people and people are going to be like, yeah, that part's bullshit, actually. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts when that happens. It hurts. It's not fun. And the best, the best way that I've heard this put forward was actually a, bu a book called Bitch Doctrine. Um, uh, yes. Is it Lori Penny? Mm -hmm. I think. I don't have it. Anyway, hopefully... Oh, you know what we can do? We live in the future. Oh, I love it when I'm right. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. It is Lori Penny. Um, she is a, uh, they, I believe, are their pronouns. They are a uh, feminist writer out of London, I believe. Um, and I love their work. So, yeah, totally like read this book. It's great. And also at the end, they go into... Um, like, just, just imagine the future. The last chapter is the future. Mm. And, like, just taking the time to imagine what your utopia would be and not just imagine it and keep it in your diary and da-da-da-da-da. Like, sure, you did the exercise, but the real vulnerable part is you open that up and you share that with your loved ones. And if there's parts where you're short-sighted, listen. Just listen. It's really uncomfortable to listen to the ways that privilege has made me behave like a jackass. Listening is free. <laughs> Listening is free. But much like when your friend tells you you have something in your teeth. Amen. Just listen and like be like, yo. You got lipstick on your teeth. You, you're just, can you fix your, fix your face? No one gets mad at you for saying fix your face. But when you're, you know, not using your privilege wisely, people get all like, oh, that's, uh, no. Just you have toilet paper on your shoe. Just listen. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's kind of my rantifesto. That was what I had for today. And I yeah. really love the way that that, um, uh, that it was very short, honestly. And just like, no, it's, it's mostly like icing on what you had. It's to the point that, I mean, the saying things out loud. The, mm -hmm. And it's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. The more uncomfortable you are, 
chances are the better you're doing. The more uncomfortable you are, the the closer to the goal you are going. Oh. It is a weird, weird ride. It's been getting squirmy as hell lately. And um, being uncomfortable is not the same as life threatening. Yeah. It is not the same. Yeah. You uncomfortable gotta, doesn't mean stop. Uncomfortable does not mean stop. Uncomfortable means... Hard doesn't mean don't do it. Oh, that, I didn't realize that. Oh, I should modify anything. Yeah. It's good. No, like, we're headed into the wind. <laughs> it's okay. You know fun. what? I feel like we're either going to, you know, you've got nothing to lose. Like, we're about to cook ourselves. Yeah. Either, like at that either point, we save ourselves through creativity, ingenuity, and grit. Like, what do you have to lose? Or by being <laughs> audacious and being audacious in like ways that make you go what because yeah. no like it's good turn some stuff on its head yeah like reimagine everything why not so i feel like that feels good yeah i think All right. i think that's that's it i'd say go out and get yourself some cheap chocolate and flowers yes Yes, it's bonus Cause it's, candy uh, on sale day. Oh, yeah. It's in weird shapes, but it doesn't matter because it's still chocolate. Uh-huh. And um, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. If you have comments or feedback, absolutely reach out to us at kindnessecon at gmail.com. <laughs> Our website is kindnessecon.com. You can find us on the web. You can find all of our information on the show notes. And as always... Be kind to yourself yes. and the people and the world around you. Dream. Dream bigger. We need it. And I hope to see you in the future.